Welcome back. We hope you're ready for the shout now, ready for Adamus. Jeff now is in his seat getting ready for Adamus. So with that, as always, we've got this beautiful audience here, you here from all over the world. We can feel those sparkles of light everywhere that you are. Oh, thank you for radiating your light. So with that, let's take that good, deep, conscious breath that beautiful breath of life. Breathe into you, flow, feeling the air fill your body and the energies. Take that good deep breath. It's all just your energy. Allow it, flow with it. Breathe in honor of yourself. Take that good deep breath of life. Breathe, breathe with all that you are. Breathe with presence. Take that good deep breath, opening to the highest potentials for you. Breathe and flow. Stay with that good deep breath. Allow it to keep flowing as we go forward. Listen to the soul of you calling to you and breathe. I am that I am, Adamus of Sovereign Domain. So welcome dear Shambra. Welcome everybody here. Welcome everybody online. <clears throat> here we are in 2024. 2024. Uh, we'll make a few predictions up front. It's going to be the biggest year ever. That's pretty easy to say. Every year gets a little bit bigger, but this year is going to be really big, really big. And I want you to be ready for it. Uh, the world is going to be a crazier than ever place to live in. You're going to have forces coming at you from every side, every side. It's going to be very easy to get caught into the the drama and the stuck energies and the anger and the shifting and changing. Now, it's a beautiful planet, wonderful humans, but they're going through a lot right now. You're, 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 you, humanity, is well on its way to the next human species, uh, an evolution that's taking place at breathtaking speed. We're going to talk today about how the planet's going one way, how you're hopefully going to be going a bit different way. And it's not that difficult. It's really not that difficult. Take some allowing, some breathing, and a few other things we're going to discuss today. But right now, let's take a deep breath into 2024. Glad you made it. Glad you're here. You know, we have some at the uh, Ascended Masters Club and some that didn't make it quite that far, kind of regretting that they didn't stay, Chambra that didn't stay. They're regretting not being here in these chairs, not being part of this group. And yeah, it's really crazy at times. And, and you wonder if you can handle it. But take it from them. They're saying, oh, they really kind of wish they were here, had, had stuck it out and, and were participating in what we're going to be doing. 2024, Year of the Dragon, that should tell you something right then and there. I mean, that's for the planet. It, it's not your dragon. You got your own dragon you've been dealing with. And hopefully, you've discovered that that dragon 
that beautiful dragon is actually not here to tear you apart. It's, it's here to serve you. It's here to bring up the, the old gunk. Uh, yeah, and there's layers and layers of it, but it's here to assist you and can turn in to be your best friend. See, the true Merlin, the true Merlin is it's like the dragon's his little dog with him all the time, with her all the time. Uh, the dragon is a wonderful thing. So it is the year of the dragon and the Chinese calendar. Uh, for the planet, I'm also going to call it the, the year of AI, year of artificial mm. intelligence. You know, artificial intelligence has a kind of an interesting history. It's, oh, it's been around about as long as computers have been, you know, in your modern era, 50, 60, 70 years. And at first, uh, artificial intelligence was thought of as a science fiction joke. A real joke. There were some that studied it, worked on it, did some research, but they were kind of left to the back rooms of academia. Thought that these are a bunch of weirdos talking about artificial intelligence and robots and uh, these computers with super, super, super normal capabilities. I was thought it was kind of a joke. It was really only in the last, what, 10, 15 years that it was very difficult for researchers to get funding for their AI projects. It was, it was really thought of as kind of a dreamy type of thing. It wasn't really until the last couple of years that they started to realize it's not really a joke. It's very real. Uh, and particularly as Moore's law, which this law that says the speed of computing will double every year, actually 18 months, the price will go down half every year. Uh, it, as all this came about, they started to realize, hold it, there's something really there. About a year ago, a little over a year ago, this thing, this new phenomena came out, chat GPT. You probably heard of it. You probably communicated with it. Chat GPT, tell me how wonderful I am. <laughs> and played around with it a little bit. Uh, I know a lot of Schomburg have done that. It's, it's fascinating. Nobody, almost nobody, predicted that that type of AI would be available here now. They're talking maybe five years, ten years into the future, and suddenly, a little over a year ago, it was out. And within a very short period of time, a hundred million subscribers, I mean, mm. within a matter of a few months, un Precedented. We are now officially into the age of AI, the year of AI for the planet. Uh, yeah, it's it's been around a little longer than that, but this is where it really takes hold. This is where you're going to be hearing AI uh, ad nauseum all the time. Uh, Calder wrote uh, an article about it, talking about how AI is going to be in everything. Like we we could now say this is an AI enhanced webcast. It's not really AI, but we could say that. But you're going to find it everywhere. The, the thing that uh, Crash is holding in his hands right now, uh, what is that? Is that a camera? Is that a little box? Is it? Uh, everything. It's everything, and he's holding it in his hand, giving up that great, big, expensive camera for this little thing that not only takes pictures but plays music and corresponds with anybody around the world in an instant and everything else in between. So for this planet, the year of AI, probably 
the biggest trend of all, we'll talk a little bit more about it in Pronos, but it's everywhere, in everything. And it's a good thing. The planet is advancing at a very fast pace. It's going to be difficult for some to keep up with. Uh, to the point of Calder's article in the Chambre magazine, don't get distracted by the shiny mirrors and the whistles and bells about AI. It's not just in the products that you're going to be buying or they say it's AI. Uh, what is happening with AI right now at the deepest levels, the very deepest levels around the world, is that governments, companies, everybody else has a sudden shift to focus. Let's say you went prior to October uh, 2022, prior to ChatGPT. AI was progressing. Companies kind of talked about it. It was water cooler talk. Hey, we really need to look into this AI thing and maybe incorporate it. When ChatGPT came out, suddenly so many corporations, governments, organizations stopped, took count and said, we've got to get on this right now, right now, because it's a competitive market. You have to have AI in order to uh, rapidly understand your customer, in order to develop new products, in order to compete with, with the others. If you're not into AI, you're out, basically, in, in so many different industries. I, I actually gave Crimson Circle a heads up almost four years ago now. I said, get your stuff together, uh, including technology which they have and which AI is already being incorporated into things and will continue to be, but it's where the planet is going. Don't, don't It's not a sci-fi, it's not a fairy tale anymore, it's not a futuristic thing, it's right here. I know some of you don't like it. You say, well, you know, we're here to be spiritual, holy masters or whatever. Yes, but you better understand, you better understand the capabilities of AI and what's really happening. It's going to enhance just about everything in life, from education to medicine to law. It's going to make life easier in many, many aspects. But there's this element of AI that is frightening. That is frightening. I went back recently and re uh, reread my book, uh, Time of Machines. I didn't actually have a book and read it. I just integrated back with it. In that book, I travel from the future, back from the 18th century uh, into this time, precisely into 2020, and was uh, astonished. Uh, everybody walking around with, uh, well, that thing that Crash is holding in his hand, uh, with what I called your looking glasses. Your, it's not even a mobile phone anymore. It's, um, what do you call them, devices, smartphones, whatever. Everybody walking around looking into their looking glasses. I couldn't understand at first what the hell they were looking at. And then I realized it was a com connection device, connection to just about anything. And as I kind of revisited my book, I realized that it also caused a lot of disruptions. There's a lot of great benefits to it. I mean, I was watching uh, the people using their phones, having traveled through time, watching them use their devices and they got little things in their ear and they're listening to music. Crappy music, but they were listening to music. And I was amazed at what this could do. And I thought about 
where the future was going with this if it was not balanced and it was put in the hands of uh, what would you say relatively unconscious humans it could be disastrous for the planet absolutely disastrous because the one that develops the first what is now being called super ai but the 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 kind of the the big dog of ai wins the game controls everything I also realized in that moment in, in the book that AI wouldn't be possible, technology wouldn't be possible if it wasn't for consciousness in the first place. It wouldn't be here. So they have to kind of operate together. Technology won't go much further if consciousness doesn't grow and expand on the planet. Technology will take a, uh, a conscious approach if there is enough light on the planet. And that book was kind of, uh, it was a seminal book. It was an important book because it basically said that humanity is going through this huge change and what is needed on the planet right now is light. Not in a fearful way, in a happy way, in a good way, but it's absolutely needed. In the book, there was a, a portion where I'm having a dialogue with somebody and they're asking, well, why don't you angelic beings infuse all of your light down here? Why don't you guys sit up there and shine, shine, shine down on us? And it's like, well, that's we do as much as we can, but you've got to be boots on the ground. You've got to be here. You've got to be on this side of what used to be the veil uh, to ground it, to integrate it, to live it, and to shine it from here. Shining from there eh, does some good, but you've got to be here. This is the year of AI. Uh, it's going to. Um, there is hundreds of companies now involved in just uh, similar things as to ChatGPT. That's not even including the AI applications into art, into uh, engineering, into all these different fields, including things like the military, finance, um, government control, everything else. It depends how you want to look at it. It could be extremely frightening, uh, very, very fragile uh, with what can be done with AI. This year is going to be the, the turning point for it. It's going to determine pretty much which direction and which speed it, it heads in. So apart from what you're hearing in you know, marketing or reading articles or things like that about AI, it is an absolutely important year. It's going to determine the, the speed and the direction of this very, very, very powerful tool, which could also be used to serve humanity in so many ways. You being on this planet right now is essential. And you don't have to do a lot. You just need to be kind of aware and let your light shine. It's a, it's a constant theme. I've, I want to keep repeating to you, you're here for a reason. Not even about your realization anymore. I mean, you're, you're realized. Just now realize that you are, and let's get on with what we're here to do on the planet. It is the year of artificial intelligence, and you're going to hear it over and over. Not a day will go by where you don't hear something about AI, whether it's in the news, whether it's talking with others on the Internet, whatever it is. It's big. It's very, very big. You look at just the dollars now that are being poured into AI 
research and development. You see what it is? It's it's a uh, a land grab right now, a land grab because you got this wide open territory called AI technology. Everybody wants to grab their piece of it now. It'll be too late, two years, three years from now. Grab your piece, find your niche in that market, find your uh, your excellence in a certain part of it. Grab it and hold on to it. Billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars are being invested into AI right now. The companies are losing tremendous amounts of money, but they don't care because ultimately it's about having that piece of land staked out. That's your domain. That's your that's your area. Then you can make tons of money off of it. But it's a year of AI for the planet, and I re- I'm, I'm, Calder is giving me a hard time. He's saying, "Oh, you know, you sound so frightening." No, it's not meant to be frightening at all. It's an amazing tool. We're going to see an evolution of the human species that may not even be biological, fifty years from now. Maybe no more biology, or just enough biology to kind of keep you happy. But it's all happening right before our eyes. I'm I'm shocked and amazed at how many humans really don't get it. Uh, I guess a lot of them are asleep at the wheel. They hear about it and they're delighted that they have a new AI-enhanced automobile or an AI-enhanced uh, refrigerator. What is that anyway? I mean, is the refrigerator smarter than you? I, and <laughs> I, I don't get it. But they're oblivious to what's really going on. I mean, if you rise above all the noise, you look back down on what's happening on the planet right now, it's a big, very clear wow. It doesn't take – you don't have to be a a PhD to figure it out. It's a huge wow with technology that affects almost everything in life. You don't have to know anything about how the technology works. You don't have to know all your bits and bytes and all the rest of that. You just have to be aware that this is a, a new energy design that's occurring on the planet, and you're right in the midst of it. I mean, not stuck in it, but you are right here at this time witnessing it. The last time we had anything this big was Jesus walking the planet. I'm, I'm serious about that. It, you know, Things have gone pretty slow up to now, but now it's accelerating. It's exciting at the same time, and it's fun to even daydream about the potentials of this to, to help humans, oh, on a health level, if nothing else. On a, on a just a convenience level, uh, everything is possible, and you're right in the midst of it. So I proclaim this to be the year of AI for everybody else, for the rest of humanity, for Shambram and Jambra only. It's the year of gravity. I'd love to get to that in a moment. It's like yes, I want love. It's like well, we're going to start with gravity. We're going to talk about it today. It's the year of gravity because the gravity that you've known, and uh, as you know, physical gravity holds things in, is so misunderstood. We're going to be going into the physics. Already have been touching on it in Kihak, some of our workshops, gatherings as well. But it's so misunderstood 
when it has so much potential, gravity is the one thing that can provide free energy to this planet easily, easily. Enough of the wind turbines and enough of the solar panels, uh, which are marginal at best in terms of being able to provide free energy, but gravity, we can do it. It's easy. Gravity is so misunderstood by physicists right now, and I don't know why. I do know why, but I'm teasing. Why they're not looking at the potentials of gravity? Why they're completely overlooking it? They're more concerned about things like time and space and those type of things and other dimensions. It starts with gravity. But the reason why they're not looking at it because they're held in by gravity. <laughs> like, seriously, they're, they're not looking at it because they're so confined by it, they don't even see it. We're going to make this the year of gravity and beyond mm. for Chambra. Gravity and beyond. It is one of the most beautiful elegant uh, energy designs of all. Uh, and you don't think so if you drop a hammer on your foot. I mean, that hurts and you're like, you know, say some really bad words. But there's the other side of gravity. There's, first of all, the non-physical gravity, but there is the other side that just doesn't bind things, but actually creates things. Gravity is one of the greatest tools of a creator. And we're going to be going into that. It's the year of gravity. You're going to get tired of me even saying the word gravity. So I'll come up with another word. Uh, but uh, it's, it's, holding, it's holding in. And to your point, it's the year of love. If we learn to transcend the limit, limited nature of gravity as it's understood on the planet now, we learn to transcend that, then we go into true love 2.0. The, the next level of love, but you can't do it if you're caught in this gravity quicksand, this gravity compression chamber. So for the rest of the world, it's the year of the dragon. In other words, things are going to be very disruptive. It's the year of uh, AI causing a lot of the disruptions. Don't get caught up in the news. Be, be aware of it, but don't get caught up in the drama of it. The, the the whole news industry around the world needs to take SES. <laughs> <laughs> they really do, because no, there the news is set on either um, brainwashing somebody. You know, it depends on what kind of country you live in, or selling drama, selling drama, and it, it's really not a lot of news within the news if you really listen to it, and and often it's distorted, but. It's it's meant to elicit a reaction, an emotion, usually fear, usually fear. So the the planet is is going to be doing a lot of drama this year. We're going to be going in a different direction. They're going over here with a big focus on AI uh, and a big focus on um, the, these other issues that the planet is facing. Uh, the dragon coming through. We're going to go in a bit different direction. We're going to be talking about gravity and ultimately love. Sounds like a pretty good year to me. Sounds like a pretty good year. Let's take a good deep breath for that. A whole different type of year for Chambra. Good deep breath. Uh, and, and again, remember you chose to be here right now. Isn't it fun? 
<laughs> One yes, everybody else gave me the finger. You couldn't see it in, in the camera, but it really, truly is. Uh, we just need to, we need to work past a few things, and they're really not that difficult. I, I've spent a lot of time in my private library at the Ascended Masters Club looking at all this. I've been looking at post Heaven's Cross. You know, Heaven's Cross, March 22nd uh, last year, almost a year ago. Heaven's Cross, the, this now, all the work that the realm workers did over the ages, but particularly in the last few decades, prepping this opening that would make the light, your divinity, much more accessible, particularly here in, in this realm. Opening up the, 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 the pathways to make it uh, much, much more accessible. And then what? Then what? A lot of you are not real happy with the results so far. And I've looked at it carefully. What's, what's the deal? You had this great opening, and it's, when it didn't close back up, it's still there. It's still accessible. You got all this potential for bringing in light, consciousness, whatever you want to call it. And I realized that, that there was something that was really causing this lack of ability to bring it into um, application in your life. Great theory, sounds wonderful. We all had fun talking about it last year, and Heaven's Cross, and the apocalypse is starting, and it's, uh, you're going to have much more access to light, and then it kind of fizzled, kind of went flat. <laughs> I looked at it very carefully. I, I consulted with some of the others in the Crimson Council. Uh, Kathumi, Tobias, uh, we, we had long discussions about it, and then it was like one of those moments. Now, I know some of you are thinking, well, you're an Ascended Master. You're supposed to know everything. It's, we don't know everything. Don't, don't want to know everything. Could you imagine the burden? I mean, if you knew everything right now, could you imagine? That would be awful. We know what we need to know, want to know in the moment. That's it. It's not like we walk around knowing uh, everything about everybody and everything that's ever been done. Ugh, that wouldn't be very fun. We know what we need to know in the moment we need to know it. That's it. But anyway, we're looking at it and saying, what, what's really going on there? What, what's, why is there such a challenge? What's this Chambra curse? We talked about it last month. We said part of the curse is just not feeling like you're ready or worthy. But why, why, why? Why? I mean, because you want to be ready, right? Anybody not want to be ready? <laughs> don't turn up the lights that I want to see. Uh, good. But it's a lack of worthiness or lack of awareness. Why, what is causing all this? Well, it's not a conspiracy. You know, conspiracies are funny. Conspiracies would mean that somebody has to give a shit about you, and uh, they really don't. You know, they're not following you around, and they're not little uh, men in little spaceships. You know, uh, trying to take over your body. That's kind of a ego game, by the way. Uh, but anyway, back to the point. Uh, there's not a great conspiracy working against you. We looked at it and said, but what is going on? It's right there. We can see it. 
you know, it's it's in the air around you. It's in your body. It's all around you. All of the the practical applications of heaven's cross in your life, the light in your life. Couldn't have been handed to you on a better silver platter brought to you by the realm workers and uh, the the ascended masters. It's right there. What is going on? Well, we had a lot of discussions and finally realized it was this little old thing, this sneaky thing, this sometimes not even in your on your radar thing called gravity. Gravity was stronger than what any of us ever anticipated. Gravity's been building up for eons of time. It's been solidifying. It's been holding things in. And so many of you, you truly want to break out. You truly want to open up. I really look into your energies. It's like, you know, some of you, yes, you're a little nervous about are you ready for it, but there's that bigger voice within you saying, hell yeah, bring it on right now. What's holding it back? Gravity. Gravity. Well, that's good because that's an easier one to handle than some great big emotional issues, a lack of worthiness or anything like that. Gravity, we can handle. That's not a big deal. We're going to talk, we're going to do it today. With your help, we're going to break through this gravitational barrier. So, a uh, question for you, Linda on the microphone, Oops. and all of you wise masters uh, giving the answers. I want you to, if you're willing to, uh, share an issue in your life that you've been battling with, grappling with, struggling with, something in your life that is probably caused by this gravitational force holding it in tight. And before you hand out the microphone, Linda, gravity is an interesting thing, uh, and we're really going to be studying it this year, Keyhawk and, and even at the Shouts, but you've got an issue in your life, um, whatever it happens to be, and you start thinking about it. And a lot of times our discussions here bring up these things, but you start thinking about it. Now it suddenly solidifies even more because of the gravity. So you have a bad relationship, and you really want to get out. But uh, of course, the human things come in. What am I going to do? How am I going to survive? Uh, you're afraid of breaking up uh, some uh, old things. And the more you think about it, the heavier the gravity gets. You have a health issue. And you suddenly start getting concerned. You know, you go to the doctor and they're. You know, they don't say anything. That's the worst thing. They look at the charts and go, mm, don't say anything, don't tell you uh, anything. Now you've got gravity building up, and it solidifies it. And all you can do now is to think about what's wrong with me. How do I overcome it? Maybe I should do a lot of white light. White light is just going to build the gravity even more. You're focusing on, on the imbalance. You're solidifying it. You're calling on gravitational forces to make it even more real than ever. Gravity is a tough one, a tricky one, until you learn how to get out. I realized in my thinking the last few weeks and feeling into it, and how do we go beyond this? How, how is gravity really affecting? I realized even my 100,000-year experience in my crystal prison was just gravity. The more I fought it, 
the more I was entrapped by it. Kind of like quicksand in a way. The more you thrash around, the faster you sink. And it's counterintuitive just to stay there and go, okay, I'm, I'm slowly sinking. I'm slowly sinking. How am I going to get out? But if you start thrashing around, if you focus on it, straight down to the bottom. You have a health issue again. And how do I get over this? How do I, even, even some of you are, you're doing allowing, but you're actually bringing in more gravity, more density, more condensation. And then it's really tough to get out. You think too much. The mind, the mind is like a great big gravity magnet. And it pulls it all together and holds it in there. But what do you have besides your mind? How do you get out of that? And, and then you try to, and that gravity almost mocks you. You start thinking, well, I'm, I'm going to allow myself to be a master, and I'm going to transcend all this. And you start feeling the expansiveness and the, the opening up and the relief, and all of a sudden, boom! The gravity grabs you right by the short ones and pulls you right back in, right back in. Then you feel defeated. What am I going to do? What's the answer? What are the solutions? Well, we're going to talk about that today. But first, I'd like to hear from you. What's an issue in your life that maybe you didn't realize it until right now, but an issue in your life where you just feel so stuck and you want to get through? Linda, on the microphone, please. Hi, Nancy. And it has to be about you. It can't be about somebody else. Um, hands. Hands? I seem to have trigger fingers in several fingers. And it makes it very hard to play piano. Yeah. Okay. And, and what have you been doing to try to uh, go beyond this issue? Nothing. Nothing? Okay. Are you just content with it? No. Oh. Yes and no. That's the biggest issue in your life? No. Uh, what, what, what's the biggest issue? We're I want a, dirt here. Huh? I want dirt. <laughs> Let's get to the core. Um, we're in a very small house. Yes. We would like to be in our dream house. Okay. And why aren't you? I guess, I mean. We've wondered that. So do I. <laughs> but, I mean, do you, do you want to be in a bigger house? Yes. Okay. Have you ever picked up the phone and called a realtor and said, find me a bigger house? Oh, she does that on a daily basis. Yes, and the realtor says... Oh, we go and look at the houses. And well, yeah, and then you say, "Oh, this is a nice big house." And uh, um, it isn't just need to be big; it needs to be functional for the two of us. Okay, good. And what does that look like? Functional, like separate ends of the house. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. To a certain big extent, yard, no yard, two story, one story. Actually, rural. I R would. I would like to be very. Rural. Rural. Yeah, uh, out so in the, boondocks. the big outdoors. You want to live the in the yard. city in the middle of all that traffic and noise? We and don't pollution. live in the city. We live in a small town and it's very lovely and we yeah. have marvelous neighbors. How long have you been looking for this new house? Um, Five years. Humans perplex me. <laughs> they really do. So why aren't you there? It, we have not learned to manifest it yet. Why not? 
I'm going to pause here. I think Lisa must be holding us up. <laughs> yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pause here. Uh, dear uh, listeners, do you see the problem here? Do, do you see, and on top of that, you get into this kind of almost a mental dialogue or, or monologue sometimes, and you keep going deeper and deeper and deeper, excuse after excuse after excuse. There's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with your desire to be in a more comfortable living situation. But but my assessment, uh, Dr. Adamas, saying, the gravity's holding you in. There's houses out there. There's abundance out there. As we see. Then imagine the house that you want. But gravity sucks you back in. We're stuck in this little house. It has a phenomenal effect. I'm so excited about gravity or going beyond it <laughs> because it's such a release. I know you want this, and I'm not doubting it. I'm not saying you're setting it up so you don't get it, so you can be defeatists and have something to complain about and all the rest of that. Let's go beyond. Uh, we're going to do a little, we're going to do some magic. And magic only uh, magic only simply means that it's what you don't understand. Magic, what you don't understand uh, through the brain, but yet it's all there. Magic is uh, is going beyond common sense, uh, the limitations of the mind, and certainly the limitations of gravity. That's magic. It's all around. Let's use it. We'll, we'll have our tool by the end of the day, uh, and then. It's just about putting it into pra- into application, applied right. metaphysics. <laughs> I, I, I'm so excited about it because I've I've been a little de- I've been drinking more than normal. <clears throat> I've been a little depressed lately. I drink tea at the Ascended Masters Club. Now Tobias, he's a bit of a sot. Um, he drinks a lot of wine. Uh, you know, at the Ascended Masters Club, we have a lot of wine cellars. I mean, all over the place with the very best the, the world could offer, but we're always seeming to have to order a lot more. I, that Tobias, and I think Kathumi uh, indulges once in a while. I drink tea, but no, it's really been concerning me lately. What is the holdback? What's the thing? And you know, it's, it's easy to blame you and say, well, you don't really want it bad enough and blah, blah, blah. And then I realized, really felt into the energies, it's not that at all. There's this force, this gravity force that's causing a lot of blockages. And, and then we got to talking about, we at the Ascended Masters Club got to talking about it. How do you break through? How do you break through? Um, we'll find out today. But let's move on to the next. Okay. What issue in your life is you think is, is being uh, cemented into place because of this gravity? You can. You're with friends, you know. You can. You can be as open you, as you want to be. Sorry, I got distracted. I went into a little. Oh no. Um, so what? What recurring issue do I have? Yeah. What issue do you feel just blocked in that you just can't get anywhere with, and you maybe tried and battled with it, but it just it stuck. Um, I feel like I'm. I don't know. Kind of moving beyond it. Okay. Good. No issues. Well, I mean, so I'm still living in the and, so some issues still keep coming up. But sure. I'm, you know, I left let go of the relationship. And, oh, how did that go? Well, yeah, it was sucker punched, but um, yeah, 
once I'm through it and over it, well, I realized it was definitely. Do you ever think to yourself, God, I wish I'd have done that before? Sorry? Uh, do you ever wish that I should have done that earlier? Sure. Sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean, it was all when it needed to happen. Yeah, any physical body things going on, uh, issues, feeling stuck with? Um, no, I seem to shake the parasite I brought back from Mexico. Okay. All right. Good. How, do, how did that, uh, why did you bring it back from Mexico? Why didn't you leave it there? I know. I wish I would have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially since I'm heading back. How, oh, how long, how long did that last? Well, about six weeks. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay. Um, mm. You want to tell me something? <laughs> Caldred doesn't want to say anything, but I don't care. Uh, so <laughs> I, I have to say, Come it's, on, Caldra. it's still, it's still kind of there. I mean, the, this uh, parasite. What, what did they diagnose it as? A parasite. Okay, but I mean, a certain. Did they give it a certain? Yeah, name? I can't even remember the name of it. It no. was a rare thing. Okay, uh, you know, it's still lingering. So uh, you know, it's it's something that we can also go beyond. Not life threatening, but but enjoyment threatening. Oh. Oh. Okay. Good. Okay. Yeah. Jeez, Calder <laughs> is like, look what you did to her. Now you ruined her day. You know, she was. <laughs> but that's all right. We'll 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 okay. go beyond it. Okay. okay couple more. What issue uh, is just stuck? And the reason why I'm asking this question, so that when we get to unsticking the issues, you're clearly focused on it. I've got a little bit of everything. Okay. It's <laughs> kind, of um, kind of like a smorgasbord of issues. Yeah. Right. Uh, I did have um, a digestion issue going on. I mean, I still have it a little bit. You know. Maybe it's your so, parasite. <laughs> hopefully not. <laughs> I haven't known her for that long. Yeah. Um, it's. So I, I think basically the issue is the, is the final break breakthrough because right. many things, financial health is just like right there. Right. Just, you know, a half a breath away, like right. you say. Right. Like uh, the digestion issue when I started taking responsibility for myself mm -hmm. and not, you know, going outside for help, it started to go away, but it never really goes away. Right. Financial got a lot better, but it never allows What's me. What's going on with the digestive issue? Um... Um, it's a lot of stomach pain. No, I mean, what's the root cause of it? A root cause? Um, yes, yes. <laughs> um, I think it's lack of trust in myself. Yeah, it's uh, the, the, this SES virus hmm. uh, resides in the gut pretty much. I mean, that's where it finds its mm -hmm. home base. And uh, Couple things happen. Uh, it, if you are going to releasing a lot of this SAS virus, uh, it reacts and it's going to clear you out, but good uh, and be uncomfortable. Uh, but even if you're not necessarily trying to release it, it just is kind of growing down there. And you're doing a lot of releasing these days, yeah. a lot, a lot. Uh, but um, it's just the, that activity from that. And, and then you go mental and you wonder why me and why do I have this and my damn ancestors and, you know, it makes life a little bit uncomfortable at times. Uh, but, and then what, what have you done to try to remedy it? Um, meaning energetic work or physically? Anything. Um, Probiotics? I tried that. Like there was a time when it was so bad that I went to doctors and I realized that they don't know. They're no, just they don't guessing. Know. No. And the first step was um, 
if it's not me, then nobody will uh, solve it. So it, the first step was letting go of the outside, you know, right. um, kind of as relying on. So you've the learned outside. to just cope with it, right? Um, yes and no. It, I did all kinds of stuff that I could, and mm -hmm. it never really solved it. So what I did is, despite of having this issue, I issued. I just kept going okay. because uh, it um, it was. Um, at, at some point so bad mm -hmm. like five-ish years ago mm -hmm. um that you know it made me stuck meaning fearing to make moves in my life mm -hmm. but then i realized if i stay like this i'm going down <laughs> and it was yeah. like i don't want to like this is not what i came here for i i wanted a good life for myself right. like a life without these like actually enjoying it and yeah. actually being free and abundant and you know right be who i already knew i am and so i just i just started moving instead of you know being stuck, like literally in my life continents countries right, right. i was just i was just going past and past and past the things that i was fearing that mm -hmm. i couldn't like basically proving for myself that none of it's true you know right. what kind of that ball of fear that was residing in here right. and um you know, every every step I make, every change I make, it makes uh, makes it easier, releases it. it just where's the but point? You, you've when managed we can... it. You you're coping with yeah. it. It's not solved. There's yes. a couple of things going on here, and again, mm. Caldera doesn't want me to go into it, but I am going to. <laughs> so a couple of things. It's it's the SES virus, mm. uh, and and you really getting over some of that, and, and it's a constant kind of a flushing it out. Uh, but it doesn't want to go. This it, it it's going to cling uh, cling, which is the gravity. Exactly. And you also have a past life that was literally stabbed in the gut, uh, <laughs> and yeah, oh, that'll do it. Um, and, and it's that past life is still in the agony and the pain of it. Th that's that's the problem. Sometimes I feel like, where is this coming from? Like yeah. I don't feel like it's me, you know, but I can't get past it, and yeah. it's so. Um, it's not humiliating, but it's a kind of an undignified feeling. But I have, yeah. like, I want it. I want to go past. Like you said, it was such a nice feeling to uh, hear it that you know that we want it. We want the change. Yeah. So many times when you said, if it's there, you want it. I'm like, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> and it's there. <laughs> and, and most people, it's that way. If it's something still in their life, it's because they want it. And I accuse Chambra of it. Mm. But when I really got into this post heaven's cross challenge in the chambre curse and i started feeling deeper and deeper into it uh, some chambre still enjoy the game uh and i, I will uh, accuse them of that but a lot uh a lot now are saying okay i'm tired of it but then they can't get out they don't know how to take that next some step. aspects enjoy, enjoy it not enjoy it and it, oh this is so good as in gives them identity it gives them identity absolutely but not as enjoy as oh i love this but then you, you know? You, uh, okay, I'm ready to go beyond all this. Mm. And I've faced myself. I've, do I really want it? No. Uh, and so what's, so you get this gravity holding it all in. And a past life, too, that is, your gravity isn't just physical. It's, it's actually more emotional than anything. Mm -hmm. And you got this past life that's still suffering uh, be, because of that. And it's inflicted that, you know, on this lifetime. But it's held in, this past life suffering is held in by a gravitational force, an emotional gravity. Hmm. Okay, a couple more. Uh, we'll Ricardo. work on it today. Hello, sir. 
Hello. So, um, welcome, by the way. Welcome to uh, Crimson Circle, the Chambra. What are your insights, feelings so far about everybody? <laughs> well, it, it's not what I, I expected. Oh, what did you expect? <clears throat> um, not this. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it's okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. For, first of all, it's an honor to meet you. I think an honor to meet you. Yes. So, uh, issue in your life that you've you've almost done everything to try to get over it, and it's still there. Maybe it's just coagulated in uh, gravity. Yeah. Then I've I've had had this in all my life, and it's, uh, I sweat a lot. Yeah. Oh, you too, especially around Chambra. It's like. Yeah, it's like yeah. <laughs> You sweat a lot. Okay, nothing wrong with that. Uh, it's a, it's well, it's actually a bo the body's way of uh, cleansing. Yeah, uh, that's and, what I heard. Bro. And yeah, a lot of times, uh, you know, the body, you know, has an issue, has toxins in it, and a lot of times, the sweating is caused by that. It's, uh, it's quite natural. Yeah, but that's not your biggest issue, though, is it? Well, if I mean, physic physically, yes. Emotionally. Emotionally, yeah. Loneliness. Loneliness. Okay. Why the loneliness? Uh, well, I I think it's related to uh, the health issue that I like. Yeah, it's not really. I mean, it's like I, I don't want to thinking uh, get touched. Right. I, I don't know. Uh, no, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, no, fine. Uh, no, it's it's an excuse kind of uh, to be lonely. It's it's reinforced by thinking you're perspiring a lot, and you know, actually, nobody really cares. Secondly, it's an excuse to be lonely, uh, to kind of be off by yourself. Well, have you have you talked to a doctor? Yes. A what lot. did they say? Uh, Stupid things. <laughs> Stupid things, right? Right. Definitely. Uh, none yeah. of them. Yeah. So uh, let's take a look at the emotional side: is the loneliness and uh, held in again by gravity. Let's say there was no perspiration thing going on. Would you want to be around a lot of people? Yes. Yes. You would. Okay. Uh, would you want to uh, party a lot and uh, yes. uh, date a lot? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that those are the things I'm, I'm struggle with. Okay, great. Uh, struggle. No problem. No problem. Uh, can I give you a hug? <laughs> Come on. Good. Thank, Thank you. you. Okay. Uh, you probably didn't think you were going to get the microphone today. That's right. Yeah, but you did. Aren't you glad that's uh, over with now? Oh. Yes, and I want I wanted out. Yeah, good. So you read my mind. Good. Nah. <laughs> Linda did. <laughs> yeah. I don't do mind reading, by the way. Oh, it's awful. Can you imagine what it's like if you could read everybody's mind and you have all think of their thoughts and everything? I I I decipher energies, but I don't read minds. Okay. Yes. Yes. Hi, Adamus. Hi, everybody. Uh, Issue. Yes. 
I drink too much water. You drink too much water. And this eye right here. Mm-hmm. Tell me, why is drinking too much water a big issue? Uh, some people are going, I wish I had that issue. Please give me that issue. I can't live without it. Can't, uh, that's true. <laughs> Same with breathing? Do yes, you do too much breathing? Yes, but it's too much. Too much? Too m- what is too much drinking water? I thought you were going to say drinking whiskey. but Look how much water I have to drink. This is that too much. much. And before I was even is drinking. Is that like for one hour or one day? No, I drink like two or three of this a, a day. Good for you. Yeah. And I have to use the, the bathroom a lot. That's good for you too. Yeah? Yeah, sure. Constant cleansing. I mean, I actually, Chambra, uh, they tend to be dehydrated. Uh, so, no, that's a good thing. Okay. Let's move on to something and, important here. And my eyes. This one right here in particular. What's it doing? It's sometimes it closes, well, it gets too small. Right. It's already small, but it gets to even smaller. This one in right. particular. Okay. And this one, it's regular. What's going on? Well, those aren't real big issues. <laughs> yes, I mean, those they are. are. I mean, to me. To you, to you they're big I issues. Because okay. I was wearing my daughter's glasses because I didn't want to show my eyes because yeah. this one was, you know, would so get. a little gravitational yeah. effect on the eyes. Yes. Okay. All right. We'll get through that. Good. Good. You'd be the poster child for quick healing. Yes. And the, but keep drinking the water. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay. Yeah. Good. All right. Two Thank more. Thank you. And we'll move on. Okay. Talking about what issues in your life. And uh, drinking too much water does not qualify. I'm sorry. That does not make the list. Does not qualify. Yes. What issues? Hello. Well, I am... Um Noticing that I've I've been I've done so much to get to this point, mm-hmm. and now I'm in this space, and sometimes um, it's like I have so much awareness, but coming into the human form, I have a rejection. Mm-hmm. It's like I had a friend, and I just blurted out one day, um, "I don't want to be human. I want to be perfect." <laughs> And that was so revealing to mm-hmm. my consciousness. Right. And there's been a lot of loneliness, but I don't think it's just that. I think it's an identity thing. Right. It's kind of like I always wanted to get here, and now I'm here. And right. now what? Now what? And I go in and out of fear around that. It's it's almost like I'm bleeping in and out. But mm-hmm. uh, like right now, I feel like I'm somewhere watching myself share because it's so scary <laughs> right isn't it frightening yeah well right now it is yeah because <laughs> it, it i'm exposing this that has been buried in there for all these years just that mind just oh, goes and goes and goes the and mind is is a great big magnet it's uh for this uh gravitational effect and, and it's not just gravity it's electromagnetics and a number of other things all condensed together it's really hard to break through that and, and I'll come to my point on this. Thank you for sharing. I'll come to my point is uh, probably the biggest issue that I see with Chambra, aside from drinking too much water, uh, <laughs> the biggest issue is when am I going to break through? When is this going to occur? It's, I can feel it. I know it's there. I, but how can I break through to these next levels that we've been talking about, the, the levels, levels of magic, the level of grace and ease, and it's like you're right there. You know it's there, 
And you're like, okay, I know it's going to happen tomorrow, and then it doesn't. And, and I know I'm going to realize my realization. I'm going to really understand my light, my energy. And it's just this frustrating thing where it's just not happening, just not breaking through. So let's take a deep breath with that. It's, uh, this gravity is a very, very, very strong force. So uh, into a little bit, we've talked about it uh, in Kihak to a degree. So you've got your, your consciousness, right? Uh, and then you've got your energy. Energy and consciousness work together, even though they're really not integrated as of yet, but they work together. Now, the moment that your energy is activated, meaning that uh, the you, the soul being, is choosing to do something, the energy gets activated, and it activates into light. Light is just basically uh, focused directional energy. It's going to serve a purpose. It's now going to do something, so it turns into light. But it's really just energy, just uh, now kind of transforming into light. And it begins its kind of journey to, to you into this reality to support your experiences, to support life. And the moment that the light starts to move, starts to come into uh, play, into your experience, it creates a gravitational force. This gravitational force uh, serves a very, very good purpose. It holds things together. It brings things into kind of a composition. It brings together even things like your eyesight, your hearing, your your sense of smell, all your human senses, it brings it together. Otherwise, they'd be all over the place. Like right now, you're using almost all your senses for, for what we're doing here right now. It's held together by the gravity. It's a beautiful, coalescing dynamic. It's a very beautiful uh, dynamic. But over a long period of time, this gravity has been uh, focused more and more on the physical on this earth plane, been focused in the mind, and there was a true forgetting about the other side of gravity. Gravity doesn't just hold things in physical or emotional. It also is the very same force that opens everything up, that allows you to get into a focus and then allows you to open and expand. The Physicists are just starting to talk about it, uh, starting to realize there is a, another force, another side of gravity. They call it dark matter. I don't like the name at all uh, because it, it's not dark. It just means they don't know what the hell they're talking about. And it's not matter at all. It's not solid. It's not mass. This has always been. The, it's the other side of gravity always, always been, but it's been forgotten. We've been talking about it in Kihak in some of the workshops, and I finally said, we've got to give it a different name. And uh, I recently titled it Erotheon. Erotheon. It's A-E-R-O-T-H-E-O-N. Aero, meaning air or atmosphere or openness. Theon, basically a uh, loose interpretation of the word spirit. 
So it's open and free spirit. And it's the other side of gravity. It's the part of gravity that opens things up, that transports you into other realms, that uh, that lifts you up, whereas regular gravity as you know it brings you in. There is a natural flow. As much comes in will also now be uh, basically uh, expanding, ascending, going into the other realms. And it creates a beautiful loop at a certain point. If you're aware of it and you're allowing it, it creates a loop. So it's a constant bringing together, coalescing, opening up and expanding. The gravitational forces are so important in moving to the next levels. But when there's only the one side of it, uh, it would be like if you only had a masculine or only a feminine side, it would be terribly out of balance and, and it wouldn't wouldn't give you a very fulfilling life, but it's the same thing with gravity. Holding you into one thing, holding you into mass consciousness, into old patterns, into, uh, in, into, this, into this physical body. So the other side is the arotheon, the openness. And I'd like to start with Chambra now, starting to use that, be aware of it. Be aware of it so you realize it's the and. You can be very condensed and focused here, and you can be very open. And it creates such a beautiful, it's almost like the infinity symbol. It's a very open, natural flow. So the question is that I've been pondering is how do we do this? How do we do this? Uh, do, we, um, do we do a lot of mirabs? Get a trampoline, okay, but uh, okay, it's okay. A good one, a trampoline, but it's always going to bring you down, right? But ult- ultimately, after about three or four days, you're going to be down, down. So, how do we do it? I'd like your suggestions and inputs because I, I'm just it perplexes me. How? What can we do now to open up, to break through? What? What? What are? What tools? What we can we share with? Chambra all around the world. How do we get there? How do we break through the mass? And I'll tell you right now, if it's too much thinking, you only solidify the gravity. You only make it more difficult to get out. So we're going to pass the microphone, and I'm going to ask the back desk, would you please make a list as we go through? Uh, so say what you have to say, but then uh, put it into like a few words or less. Okay. Mary Beth? Mary Sue. <laughs> Mary Sue, thank you. Um, what what I have tried on my own is to, um, okay, well, sadness is one of mine. Sadness, okay. And I, I, I know that I go into sadness because it makes me go deeper, and I have such a desire to go deeper. So well, what I've been, I, I want to understand this. Sadness makes you go deeper. Because I, something's not right, and I want to figure it out. Okay. I mean, do you like the going deeper into sadness? I like going deeper, but I want to get out of the sadness part. Okay. So what I've been doing right. is I go into a feeling of appreciation okay. for what the depth has given me. Okay. And I just see the uh, okay. This maybe you're going to call a visualization, 
but for lack of a tool, which I might get today, mm-hmm. I just see the sadness flying away. Okay. That really works well, doesn't it? Well, it, <laughs> it, uh, it's, it was my creation. Sure. Oh, I love it. It's a great one. Uh, and it made it go away, right? I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> Did it have any effect? Did it help uh, reduce the level of sadness? I would say temporarily. Ten minutes? I haven't timed it. <laughs> so, so and, and, and I'm not trying to give you a hard time, but I do want to use you as a, no, an example. No, I will. I will. Okay. You get sucked right back into it. Okay. Uh, and it's that damn gravity that brings you right back uh, into it. And the gravity, if it was, a, it was a being, the gravity would be like, oh, look at her. She's going to go into her sadness thing. I'm going to jump right in, and I'm going to help bring her very deep uh, in, into it. And uh, and then and she's then gonna she will she's gonna, do it again. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, and I'll be right here when she's doing it again. And it, it's it's like a boogeyman. It kind of it kind of uh, mocks you, and it's like okay, you try to get out, you try to get out, Mary Sue, and boom, we're gonna put you right back in. Okay, it's frustrating, and it's very very frustrating. And and it, I say uh, that that type of gravity begets more gravity. It just keeps compounding. Okay. And are you you want to get out of the sadness? I do. Okay. And I'm pretty good at lying to myself. <laughs> yeah, well, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> she said she's pretty good at lying to herself. That's, yeah, aren't we all? <laughs> or you all. Uh, okay, thank you. Okay. Yeah. What, what, what do we do? Uh, what goes on the board here? Vis- visualization, right? To feel appreciate, okay, appreciation. Yep, on the board. Oh, as if by magic. Yeah. Hi. Hi, Adamus. What was the question again? Because I, I forgot to. <laughs> in all the uh, gravity of the situation. Yeah. Uh, what can we do? How can we break through this gravity? Do we do we make uh, anti gravitational guns that we use? A, a kind of a magnetic uh, thing we shoot it at the gravity. That would, that would be awesome. But yeah. I keep trying, going back to allowing, I keep trying to allow more. Okay, right. But I still kind of keep getting sucked back in. Yeah. Um, so I haven't figured it out. But as soon as I start to try to mentally figure it out, I know I'm really far away. Right. So I go back to just breathe, allow, and be. Yeah. So, so I don't how have do you, any How skills. do you allow? How, how do you personally? I just personally open my heart. Okay. And I just be. I right. don't think, I don't process, I okay. just... Do you feel anything yeah. when that happens? I tingle all you over. You tingle, okay. Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of it. After, and I just stay there. After a good allowing, uh, what happens? I just have a lot of joy and my day goes on and I'm okay. pretty happy and yeah. Have I, you noticed a difference uh, in your life just with allowing? Oh yeah. Okay. 100%. Good. Yeah. Good. So let's put allowing on the board? Yeah. Okay. Now, I, I have to say that some Shambra are pretty good with allowing. It just means totally opening up yeah. and not trying to do some, I am allowing, I am allowing, I'm a level five allowing now, I'm now at a level six allowing. <laughs> and like, some of them are just terrible. They're using it as like, uh, like a bad mantra. Uh, they're turning it into a discipline or an exercise, 
and the the gravity boogeyman is just going, oh man, I got you, I got you so much here. You think you're allowing, and all you're doing is digging yourself deeper into my gravity. I got you. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Allowing. Okay. What else? Well, what can we do? This is for all Chambra. What can we do? <laughs> the look on Galen's face when he got that microphone. <laughs> give me, give me a moment. I have to set this up. Okay, you have to put the camera on yourself. Yes, that is very weird. Please, that is very weird. Please, Adamus, don't move. Otherwise, yeah. you'll be out of my shot. Okay. So, um, what can we do, Galen, uh, to get through this gravitational force? I have been sort of feeling into this question a little bit. Um, I'm feeling... <laughs> My first thought was, you know... Eh, can't think. Okay, but next. Go ahead. Okay. That, all right, if you're getting out of the gravity mm -hmm. and it's sucking you back in... Right. Then let it suck you somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Okay. Uh, yeah, no comment on that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> where would someplace else be? I... This whole topic made me think of, like, my own struggles with um, certain addictions, uh -huh. like drinking too much, right. and how... One of the ways I have superseded that is by doing something else instead mm -hmm. and using that same sort of act uh, in regards to gravity. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, drinking can get you away from gravity. No, it really, I mean, it can. Uh, drugs, they can get you away from gravity. Until you wake up the next morning. Yeah. And, then, it and sucks. then you find out, oh crap, I'm right back into it even worse. Now I feel bad. Uh, yeah. What about drugs? Uh, not really. I mean, uh, no, don't you think they would help uh, get you out of gravity? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Do you ever try any serious drugs? I know your mom's sitting no. there listening right now, but uh. <laughs> <laughs> nothing like that. No. Um, I think mushrooms a couple times, but no. Yeah. Nothing, nothing harder. Did, did you uh, transcend when you were taking that? It was a fun ride. Yeah. Next day? Um, uh, mushrooms were okay. You know, it was not really a. Right. <laughs> right. But, but um, the, the problem is, and, and I'll just pause for a moment uh, while you collect your thoughts, but so you take drugs, you do ayahuasca or any, any of the others, and, uh, you know, it's, it's exhilarating. But then when you find yourself flat back in gravity uh, a day or two later, whatever, and you're, you're still stuck and your only way out would be just to keep taking these drugs, that's really depressing. And gravity's now got you once again and saying, ha, 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 you thought that you are going to take that drug and you are going to break through. Uh-uh. No, I got gotcha. you. Actually, thinking about it, I'd like to change my answer. Okay. So being creative... Yes. Recently, I mean, regardless of all the drugs and drinking and whatnot. Right. Um, creativity. 
Could you, okay. Making things, building things. Like what? What are you making? Um, currently, I'm, I'm, how do I even explain it? I'm a dungeon master for a tabletop game with some members of my family. Right. I made the entire world from scratch. Um, wrote it out, built miniatures, and I, but sounds like God to me. Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. And but not only that, but giving life to it. Right. Creating a, a sure, you're applying yourself, doing something. A theater, yeah. Right. Okay. Great. And watching people. So, what would we put on the board here for Chambra? Uh, be a dungeon master. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a bad idea. Anyway. Um, and Galen, has it really helped you to break out, or is it a distraction? And I, I, there's no judgment on my part, but you, from gravity. Yeah. Um, I feel like it breaks out. Okay. Not a distraction. Okay. Video games are a distraction. Okay. Video games are. Yeah. This is not a video game. This is not a video game. This okay. is a tabletop in person. Like we're moving pieces. Crazy things are happening. I'm narrating a story right. quite literally. Right. Um, and yeah, let me understand this. Okay. Uh, so you're not doing this as a video game. No. What, what changed in your life? Wasn't that, you know, like most of your life? Um, you mean video games for most of, mm. yeah. Um, so what well, How much time were you spending like, uh, every week on video games prior to being a dungeon master? Like all week really? Pri- all prior right. to doing, starting and, this. And, and, uh, I'm trying not to move around cause you are supposed to be operating the camera, but, yeah. uh, can you imagine the gravity of video games? It's immense. It's very difficult to get out wow. of. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's it sucks you in. Yeah. And you're immersed in, in a in a game and it's kind of fun, but you are just being held by gravity. You in my experience, you lose your con your ability to be consciously present when you're playing a video game. Right. You're, you're lost in whatever world and everything. Right. Part of you is lost in that world. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What would you put on the board here? Uh, to condense or to summarize it, for me, creating a world that people can play in, watching it unfold, uh, I I put that. We up don't as, have a lot of room on. I, I don't know. That. How about creativity? Is I, that- I put that in as something like build, building something. Okay, uh, creativity is good. Well, uh, yeah, good. Okay, thank you. Okay, back to that camera. Okay, couple more. Yes. I am not seeing a lot of good, t- well, they're okay tools, but, uh, you know, we've got to bring this to Chambra all around the world. we got to, we got to kind of, you know, increase the pace here, get some stuff on the board. What do you do to get through gravity? Well, being a longtime realm worker and now retired, right? Um, for me, it's imagination. I just expand good. and imagine, and all of a sudden I'm, going through time and space okay. and meeting you on Haleakala and we're at Hainsel's Peak and we're having conversations. I just go for good law out imagination and expansion. Okay. Does your imagination ever get bogged down by mental? When the alarm goes off in the morning, right, all of a right. sudden, I'm just floating along yeah. and all of a sudden the alarm goes off or all of a sudden what pulls me back to gravity is, oh, 
I've got bills to pay. I've got to get the ah, dishes washed. I got to get the exactly. house stuff done. Oh, mom's got to go to the doctor. Yeah. You know, I mean, just all of a sudden the earthly things that bring me right down and grab and yep. pulls me right down. Pulls I'd you right down. much rather be flying around. It almost <laughs> erases a lot of that imagination. Uh, oh, yeah. And the imagination is, is really good. Oh, I uh, love it. It, it. Really, really good. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, you just get pulled right back in. Yeah, but it's getting easier. I don't yeah. feel that rubber band hitting as much anymore. Now yeah. I kind of recognize it. And that's a good so. one for the list. And it's one that all Chambers should should really allow themselves to do is just imagine. Imagine. Yeah, you're not making it up. Uh, no. In other words, it's not no. a little fantasy. Uh, and so often people think, well, I'm just making this up and it's you know just mental BS, but it's really not. And the dilemma in that too is that I have this imagination but I don't have the creativity where like all of a sudden I want to put it into a world or paint like paint, you know, painters or music. Um, it's just all in my, my realms. <laughs> but, but in a way it's a gravity holding you and saying, well, you don't have the creativity yeah, you do to manifest, to put yeah, something but it's just, you know, again, this all gets coalesced and tight and in the brain. And yeah. uh, again, taking a look at post heaven's cross, what is it? You know, it's all right there. How come Schomburg just isn't going right into it? And it's like, ah, oh, that gravity. And then I don't say, what do I do with it? Right. What do I do with it? I used to sew. I used to maybe do ceramics. What do I do with it? Yeah. That, that's where I'm, my dilemma is. Okay. Yeah. Good. A couple more. We need uh, a couple more for the board here. Hi. Hello. Um, I would say... Kind of with that theme, I would say visualization. Visualization, okay. Uh, just because I, 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 I'm so bad at overthinking. Mm -hmm. I've heard that time and time again. It's like you think too much, you overthink things. Yeah. And I know that the yeah brain power can be your thinking greatest. Is, overthinking is great food for gravity. It just mm -hmm. it, it is just keeps everything together. It is in a way that's good. It keeps it together, but except when you want to open up and then you can't because yep. it's so tight. What do you imagine? Another version of myself. Uh-huh. Other than the one that is depressing and the one that, you know, my family emphasizes and reinforces. Yeah. It's something that's that I know is possible and just and and But what what if I told you that other version of you, the one you imagine and you really would like to identify with actually exists, mm -hmm. uh, not here in this physical realm, but it's it, it's mm -hmm. exi existing, but it can't get through. Uh, it, it just because again of this gravel bub gravity bubble, it just can't get through. I believe it. Yeah, yeah, and and so you stay in that gravity, and then supported by family and uh, your own uh, self perception and everything else. And then you try to get out and you try to break through and it doesn't work and then you're exhausted. Yep. Yeah. Good. Uh, a couple more. So uh, visualization. Uh, I don't like visualization, by the way. It tends to be very mental and uh, very limited. Uh, most people don't really know how to visualize openly. So a lot of times, uh, I'm sure you've come across in the past a visualization course or if you want a new car, you visualize it. And, and then you don't get it, and then you think you're a bad visualizer. And, and then, then you get even more sucked into this awful uh, thing of gravity. Yeah. And people, 
if you could use your imagination and visualize, that'd be great. But they don't. They visualize on a very linear level, and then it doesn't manifest. And then they think they're really bad. Okay, a couple more. Hi. Um, I was going to say allowing, and that's been, and I you agree. You can say it. Allowing. Okay. Thank you. It's already on the board. I know. How about something I know. else? Um, trust. Trust. Okay. Um, what happened to me uh, just this week, what I allowed, I guess, you know, you had this new word in Keyhawk, and mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh great, Adamus! Another word. I got. How do you pronounce? <laughs> By the way, I have we it need written that down on my dining room table. Erothema, erothema. Anyway, but you, it, it's it? there. And how do you um, say it? Erothema. Erothian. Erothia. Erothian. Erothian. Yeah. Thank you. Erothian. Um, so, uh, just, I was allowing it. This is, of course, has to do with uh, my chili, this thing that had come up. And I said, I don't know what that is. I mean, I sort of feel it, the gravity Mm -hmm. going up, the water going waterfall, blah, blah, blah. So I'm just going to allow it, and I'm going to trust that it's happening. It's going to happen. I don't know what the outcome is going to be, but I trust that that, that it will. Okay, and can you really trust yourself to what degree on a scale of 1 to 10 level of trust? Oh, I trust myself. Level of 1 to 10. Oh, 1 to 10? 10? 9.5? 10? 10. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds a little ten, questionable to me. Uh, you know, yeah. trust is yeah. a funny thing, yeah. and, and you do relatively well with trusting yourself, but sometimes if it's not 10, it doesn't. You're not trusting yourself. In other words, that one point between nine and ten could be enough for that gravity to suck you back in. And it's interesting. I don't put myself in there. I trust in the process, mm-hmm. in, in the, the in Erothia. Right. Okay. I trust in that, and I'm just sort of along for the ride. Not right. sort of, but I'm just in there. Okay. Uh, yeah, trust is a good one. Yeah. Okay. I can you overall? Uh, how effective is it? Are you are you very, very happy with it, somewhat happy, not very happy, or it sucks? Oh, no. I'm happy with it. Okay. It's, yeah. Good. It's going. Good. It's, it's happening. It's happening. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Two more, and we have to move on. If anybody gets it right, I have $100 in Calder's pocket. <laughs> what, do we, what do we bring to Chambra to help them break through this uh, gravity dilemma? Well, the first words that came up surprised me because they would normally irritate me, Mm. which were just let it go. Let it go? Uh, Okay. But I think in a sense of sidestep it. Right. Um, Battle it? No. No. Good. (laughs) It doesn't work. Not at all. Yeah. Um, But what was sort of forming, so I hope I can grasp it as I'm standing here, um, was do something new, something unexpected. Okay. Give me an example. Um, so for several years now, ever since I left my career, I've been trying to find something that I want to do, mm-hmm. that I enjoy, which will also earn me money. Mm-hmm. What were you doing? Um, I trained as a lawyer. I was in academia. Uh-huh. Um, so I used to teach and do research. Okay. Um, Very smart, huh? <laughs> yeah, a little off the charts, apparently. Yeah, and, and uh, it can work for you. It can also work against yes, you. Yes, yeah. yeah, the 
voices in my head are yeah. a cacophony that I've been trying yeah. to. Yeah. So, uh, what what do you do? What what tool would you come up with for the board for Shambra? Do something new. So recently, I started doing something where there's no money involved, mm-hmm. um, and it f- feels surprisingly good, mm-hmm. and it seems to get me out of the money game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and so I was wondering, maybe gravity is particularly present in certain aspects of our lives, like maybe video games. Right. Or television. Right. Things that really feel like they have suction. Yeah. And for me, money, I guess, feels like it has suction. Mm-hmm. Or at least parts of oh, how tremendous. we deal with money has tremendous suction. Tremendous amounts. So yeah. if I just am not in that, mm-hmm. then I don't feel that suction. Okay. What would be an example of not being in that? So what I've started doing is um, free hugs. Free hugs? Okay. Yeah. So I just right. painted a nice sign that says free hugs. Right. And I've been to different places. Have you been arrested? So <laughs> No, I have been asked once by security to leave. Oh, really? Yeah. Where, where was that? Because um, my soul seemed to be urging me to go do this at hospitals. Uh-huh. And I was a little hesitant. Right, it's like, right. really, you want me to go and stand in a hospital lobby with my sign? Right, um, right. But it also kind of made sense because I figured there's people there that might really need this. Yes. Um, so I did. Yeah. And after a while, I could see no, that sounds like nervous. fun. Kind of half crazy it fun. It was. Yeah, yeah. It really was. Yeah. And the responses from people are amazing. Yeah. And it feels like a much more balanced energy exchange. Right. Than um, doing something and getting paid. Yes. Um, How about free hugs and then down in the lower corner, <laughs> kisses one dollar. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, thank you. We won't go any further. That's a boundary thing. I'm not gonna. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean it's wonderful. Actually, it's it's humorous. Uh, it, it's uh, crazy, and it, it defies gravity. It says, "I'm not gonna get stuck in the. Well, I can't go give hugs. You try it at the airport. You know? Yeah, I want to. I'm going to. Yeah. It's just over here. It was all a bit too hectic. But right. last week I was in Paris and I did it in front of Notre Dame. Oh, so good. That was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fun. How many? How many did you give out? Um, that was actually the only time I counted because I haven't been counting because right. it's not about the number for sure. me. But actually, my daughter asked me; she was with me. Mm-hmm. Can you count today, mommy? Right. And I think it was thirteen people in about twenty minutes. Wow, wow! So, uh, what did you learn? That's fascinating. Uh, what did you learn from the experience? First of all, it's not about the number; it's about me standing there. Yes. So there's been one time where there was nobody that responded. Right. And I realized I don't care. Right. And that was a big deal for yeah. me. I mean, for some people, it's a little weird. I yeah. mean, somebody standing there with a sign, you know, because they think they're going to get mugged. You know, <laughs> give them a hug, you know, you got the Yeah, pocket. or I'm begging or it's a right, protest right, sign right. or something. Yeah. Did you have um, a nice sign or just a crude cardboard sign? Uh, f- now that I'm traveling, I have a bit more of an on-the-go type thing. Right, I right. still kind of drew some nice things on it. Um, yeah. Back home, I have one that is painted with pretty colors. And, yeah. yeah. Um, but I love watching people's reactions. Yeah. Oh, it's got to be fascinating. And you know, the bottom line is everybody wants that, but yeah. then their gravity, their doubts come in. What, what is this, uh, what do you call it, a Mooney, you know, some religious nut standing out there, Jehovah's Witness, free hugs, you know, uh, but no blood. It's like, you know, it's, and then they wonder, and their stuff gets triggered. Uh, but you know what? Everybody really wants it. And it leads to interesting conversations because the security person that came to tell me that it was 
undesirable at the hospital. <laughs> That's a nice way of putting it. <laughs> um, I asked him, do you think so? Or does your boss think so? And if your boss thinks so, why isn't he here? Having Could a I hug your boss, you? right? Well, I ended up hugging the police at some point. So that yeah. was fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, Calder's telling me this, uh, but he said, uh, you, this could be a smash hit on, um, what do you call it, social media. Uh, you know, the experiences of just going out with your with your sign and watching the reaction. Some people like, whoa, what a weirdo. Other people almost desperate for a hug. Everybody really wants a hug. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Would it oh, be pursue right? that. Sorry. Go, Would it be all right with Caldra if I gave you a hug? Sure. Hug him too, though. <laughs> well, it's his body. I, I don't want to presume. We're gonna, we're gonna uh, come on up on stage. Oh, gosh. Uh, um, we're gonna, we're gonna see how. Okay, you play the role of you standing there with your sign. I'm gonna play the role of a human walking by on the street one day. Thank you. You're a good hugger. Did you go to hugging school? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, it's an art. Hugging is an art. You know, it's can you in that moment just open up? It's not just a physical thing, but it's can you have a, a transfer of energy in that moment? And you did. Yeah. Thank you for everything. Yeah. Oh, appreciate it. A kiss for a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, one more. One more. Uh, yes. Andy? A sense of humor. Sense of humor. That helps. I, I've had a lot of luck with yeah. uh, just laughing things off. Yeah. I mean, it works. It does work because yeah. people do stupid things, yeah. self included. But sure. if, if, if you've got a good sense of humor and you can laugh mm -hmm. even with a broken leg or whatever, yeah. It, it really helps like particularly when you can have a sense of humor about yourself people love that uh not to be self uh, deprecate deprivating but to be able to laugh at your own foibles and i'm a human you know and let's laugh about it because otherwise you get serious and you can you can feel that gravity you get too serious about yourself uh and you could feel it just sucking in you laugh and it it tends to open it up yeah yeah had good luck with that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the uh, the people around you, do they appreciate this sense you of humor? Know, uh, some do, some, some really don't. don't. What about your partner? Uh, well, yeah, she's getting used to it. How long has it been? <laughs> the what? How long has it been with the partner? 47 years. <laughs> and she's getting used to it? Now well, that's funny. <laughs> that that is funny. Yeah. Yeah. She's how much longer do you think it'll take before she's fully accepting of it? Well, you know that that crosses my mind. Yeah. I mean, is someone else actually going to change? What if what if you played a trick on her and for a week you had no sense of humor at all, just oh, just straight faced, nothing's funny. That's that's like the old days when I ran the business and we're doing all the serious right, stuff. Right. I guess I could try it. Yeah. I, I don't know if I could do that. I don't think you could. Uh, I think you'd go you know, like um, an hour and uh, you'd collapse. Yeah. 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 I think yeah. I'm past that. Yeah. No, humor's humor's good. Actually, these are all good on the board. Thank you, by the way. Uh, these Thank are you. all good on the board. 
And I really pondered it. Oh, and I discussed it with some of the other ascended masters and I spent a long time peeking in on so many of you, taking a look. And what do we do? What do we do that's, I mean, these are all good, but what do we do that's not going to get us even more stuck? What are we going to do that is simple and effective, that doesn't turn mental? That's not just another exercise. Uh, by the way, I'm surprised why breathing's not on here. Breathing's a good one. They, they all add up. But I, I went through a list similar to this, probably had 10 times as much stuff on it. And I found, I just found um, distraction in, in a lot of them, fault in some of them, more of this kind of a quicksand gravity effect in some. How do we break through simply? easily, without thinking, without laboring on any of these, without getting into mind oh, – Calder doesn't want me to say it, but mindfuck games – like trust. Oh, I trust in myself. All you're saying is, I don't trust in myself, and I'm just going to go deeper into the gravity. No, I really trust myself. I want to trust myself. And gravity is going, <laughs> you don't, do you? Here, let me help you out. Let me box you in even more and then get you really frustrated about it. Uh, humor is good. Uh, but can you always be funny? I mean, what well, you can, Andy, but I, I really stressed with this. I think this is one of the biggest challenges I've had since probably some of the mystery schools. What are we going to do? How are we going to get through this? And I want it so simple, so easy, that it's just like spreading your wings and soaring on a beautiful current of wind. I mean, that easy. And then it occurred to me, the answer was already there. I had written about it hundreds of years ago in my book, Time of Machines. It was right there. And you think to yourself, well, you're an ascended master. Shouldn't you have known that right away? You know, I was also human too, so I drag some of that with me sometimes. But I realized it's right there. I scurried back. I didn't have a manuscript, but I kind of went back through the imaginary pages, right there, right there on, in my book, it was on page 357, and it said it right there. Couldn't believe it. It's been sitting there the whole time. It's so easy, and it's as simple as, and you might laugh, or Andy might laugh, music. Music. I thought to myself, that's it. Now, not just any music. I mean, music music is good, but you know, stuff that's um, not in appropriate harmony with you isn't isn't gonna help much. But some beautiful music. And I realize, of course, my my past is uh Saint Germain. I, I played many, many, many instruments, uh, proficient at almost all of them. And I, I realized the importance of music in my life. Music is generally non-mental as a listener. And you listen to some beautiful music, and it brings you through that thickness of gravity like nothing else. It's not mental. You don't have to work at it. You don't have to mantra it. It's not a discipline. With the right music, it allows you to just go right through the old gravity into the Arotheon, into 
the kind of the flow, the up and, and not up and down, but the the in and out flow of gravity opening up to let that what has been called dark matter serve you, the other side of gravity. That simple music. Now, again, not just any music has to really be appropriate for you, and the best music would be that which is written and performed by Chambra, and not AI-generated music because it's not gonna. It's that's gonna add to the gravity, and and you know there's some beautiful music you may love, and I'm sure you've had the experience. You're just sitting there listening to some music, and you feel transported. But what if we created, with with Chambra musicians, created appropriate Arothean music? You just listen to it once in a while. You don't have to have a schedule. You don't have to work at it. It's just maybe you do a little breathing with it and allow. I love music because it's it's not, uh, as a listener, it's not mental. Words are limited. Words are very, very limited. Music can open you up and transport you. So what if we embark on that with Chambra, maybe Chambra musicians out there, uh, to do it, uh, but it's, it has to have just the right touch on it, just the right touch, and use that. Now, we'll go into an example right now with our Mirab. This is not Chambra-generated music, but maybe you can feel it as we go into it, how music can just help you expand beyond that dense, dense gravity, that one-way gravity that you've been experiencing all of your life. So let's put on some music right now. And again, this is not Chamber created, but it, it'll give you a taste of it. Let's take a good deep breath. We're, this is the year of going beyond gravity, the thing that's held in a lot of the issues, kept a lot of you from just realizing how grand you really are. When you listen to music, it can be non-mental, it experiential. You just ride with the music, you just float with it. Take a good deep breath into it. I'm not going to say much here because I just want you to experience it. Have music up full.
healthy on that other side of gravity is already there. Funny thing happens in just listening to the, the beauty of the music. It just suddenly comes into your awareness. There's so much more to gravity. It's just kind of like, uh, like opening the curtains. Gravity that holds things in. The gravity that opens it up. The gravity that's kept a lot of issues in your life very held in place, very dense. But at the same time, there's the other side of it. Expanding, opening up. This is the natural role of gravity. Light never wants to inflict uh, just a one-way gravity on you. never wants to suppress you. It contains, your light contains this other side of gravity, the Rotheon, the openness. It's not even about sitting down and listening to music and then focusing on your issues, because you don't want to do that. It's simply letting yourself in the experience of gravity that works in all ways. Gravity that coalesces, holds things together. On the other side, the Orotheon that opens up, that expands. And in that Orotheon, it also transforms. It can take an issue that was held in gravity for a long time now bring it past that. And the beauty is, you just have to listen. Music has wings. It, because it's not mental, you're not thinking, you're just experiencing. It has wings and it, it opens up that curtain. Could you imagine something so simple as this? You don't have to get philosophical. You don't have to have a schedule for listening. It's just taking a deep breath and allowing, letting the music transport you into the realization of the fullness, the full spectrum of gravity. Take a deep breath and just listen for a moment. Let yourself experience the full 
spectrum of gravity. I love it because it's all natural. I mean, it's already there. We're not having to like create or construct the other side of gravity. We're not trying to break out. We're just allowing through music come back to full spectrum gravity. It was right there on page 357 in my book. Wished I'd have known that about 10 years ago. It saved you guys a lot of trouble, huh? And the nice thing is you don't have to work at it. It's just, music is beautiful to begin with. It's, it's such a beautiful application of energy. Music goes off into the other realms easy. It just, just easily flows into the other realms. Words don't. Words get stuck in this realm, but music, it just flows. And you can ride that music and let it carry you into full spectrum gravity. The best, the very best music will be the ones, the stuff put together by Chambra. <laughs> we'll work on this. We'll work with those musicians who might be interested in participating and create beautiful music that'll allow you to come back into the experience of full spectrum gravity. Gravity, a force that's really not understood by physicists, was one of the most amazing dynamics. But it has two sides. It's not just to hold things in, it's to open things up. Any time light begins its journey to serve you, creating your creations, there is a that element of gravity that makes it all possible, but gravity that works both ways. Take a moment again to feel, to ride this music and to feel the full spectrum gravity. It's always been there. Take a good deep breath together. Twenty twenty four. 
rest of the world's going to be focusing on AI. We take a little bit different path. We're coming to full spectrum gravity in your life, not as a theory, but in your life. And then that will bring us to love 2.0. They work hand in hand. Now we'll talk more about this full spectrum gravity music. We'll talk more about it. Don't make it a discipline. Just realize that you just listen and soar. Take a good deep breath together, full spectrum gravity. That which brings things together, that which allows the expansion. With that, remember that all is well in all of creation. I am Adamus of Sovereign Domain. Thank you. And so it is. Please feel into the beauty of this message for you, for each of us. So much to allow here. Can you just breathe it in and let it be there for you? This is just the beginning. Just the beginning. Take that good deep breath. Staying open to this expansion, to this true beauty. Breathe it in again. And it's unique to each of us, absolutely personal. Breathe with it, flow with it. And so much thank you for being here, for being a part of this, contributing it in energy and words. Breathe, breathe for you, that good deep breath of life.
soul could be.